When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. In the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. And welcome in Purple Daily. It is uh, time for comments from YouTube. Your feedback on the Vikings, read by executive producer and co-host Declan Goff, reacted to by both of us. Brought to you by our friends at Surly Brewing Company and also TCL Television. Enjoy more with TCL TV's football season right around the corner. It's time now to add that TCL to your life to make sure you're viewing the games in the best way possible. And Declan, this is going to be our, our last comments from YouTube on a Monday for a while because we've got new shows coming, very exciting announcements um, that we have made, I think, in the past week or so. What? Mm-hmm. Thor and Jesse are, are going to host Before I Die, which is, of course, a show based on the fact that before we all die, we hope that the Vikings can win a Super Bowl. You're going to co-host a show with Realistic Randy right. on Mondays. Is that correct? And yeah, so, that'll, that'll basically take the place of this show. Okay, so this show, and- so this is our last, this, this is our farewell show for a while, but we will have the comment show on the weekend, of course. So without further ado, because this is all about the people who watch and and listen to us, we appreciate them. Right. Let's get to their comments. Let's hit up their comments here. Yeah, the last one we'll do for a little bit here, of course. Yeah, we're expanding our shows, as Judd said. So uh, plenty of other stuff to get to, but there's still a good amount of feedback here. Training camp starts this weekend, Judd. And before actually I get to our uh, first comment, a quick shout out to our friends at Aquaside and Aquaside.com. I was up at uh, Shell Lake, Wisconsin at the, at the gal's cabin this weekend. It was an Aquaside Lake. It was beautiful. It was 90 degrees. I was able to jump in there, throw the pigskin around with baby brother Joey, right, Judd? I was dropping some dimes and more, more. Uh- Garrett yep. show throws to the right and left and some short yep. throws shallow. But but the most important part was when I was in that water, I didn't step in any lake weed or algae because it's an aquaside lake and they have the aquaside pellets oh. which help you remove that wick weed and algae. Uh, go get your aquaside pellets, clean up your lake home or your pond, whatever it is. Aquaside.com to learn more. Aquaside to remove that lake weed and algae. Let's start with this first comment though, Judd, from Pablo. Pablo says, I don't think uh, Kwesi Adolfo Mensa and Kevin O'Connell necessarily believe in Kirk Cousins. He's uh, commenting on our episode from Friday that we did uh, where, where Kwesi went in depth with USA Today and we broke down those questions on four questions Friday. And uh-huh. he says, I think they both know they are stuck with Cousins. And so they are going to try to make the best of it. Cousins is a good but not great quarterback. I think everyone knows it. But I can't really figure out why Kwesi is trying to say what Kwesi is trying to say about the quarterback position and quote, burning it down. Um, what do you think? I think not even thick. I, I think I know what Quasi was trying to say. There was it, it's the fear of the unknown. You know, when you burn it down, you know uh-huh. they, they know what they have in Kirk Cousins. Uh, yep. But we'll, we'll kind of expand more on that for Pablo's sake to try to figure out what Quasi was trying to say there. So Pablo, I think what teams try to do and executives 
and coaches inevitably at some point in time, it just depends on when they pick their spots. Um, if they are told that things are going to go a certain way and that they have to put a happy face on said move, what they try and do is often then in a very subtle but effective way, distance themselves from said players or situation. And I think the reality is this. I think part of the reason why Quasi got this job is because the Wills and ownership had a vision that this Vikings team was still very good and that there was no reason they couldn't win. And that, as we've talked about for months now, Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman to a certain degree, but Zimmer was the problem. Um, And I think that when it came down to the payday that they offered Ryan Poles, who went from the Chiefs to the Bears, and I think when it came down to the vision that Poles had, they they could not get the guy who I believe was their top choice. And so I think what Kwesi did, and I think he did it in a very interesting way, because it was easily the most frontal thing that he has said since he got here. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he gave the interview to USA Today back in the spring, uh, and now we're days before training camp, and it was released. But I think what he was saying is, Kirk Cousins is not the guy Finding the guy is difficult. We're going to give him a chance, but this is not Brady or Rodgers. I think it's right. that simple. I think yep. it's that simple. And I don't know that O'Connell that would necessarily have to agree with Quasi, but it creates a very early, interesting sort of, hold on a second here. I'm not, I'm not dumb enough to think that this guy is Rodgers, Brady, Mahomes, but I do think that he is a better quarterback than a lot of teams have. I think that's the message. Let's think of this path in, in a different way too. So let's say um, they moved on from Kirk when Quasi and Ke- and, Ke- and Kevin O'Connell were high, right? They just moved on from Kirk. They drafted. Um, let, let's just call it for this argument's sake, Kenny Pickett. Okay, let's say they, let's say the Vikings drafted Kenny Pickett and they made Kenny Pickett their franchise quarterback. And by year three, Kenny Pickett doesn't turn out to be who he is, right? Um, he might be the savior in Pittsburgh, but you know it's going to take some time probably for him to know if he's a viable quarterback option. Let's say Kenny Pickett flames out, doesn't get a second contract. It's a Christian Ponder 2.0 situation. Yep. Odds are that I would assume that Quasi or Kevin O'Connell, one of those two wouldn't survive then the next change in Vikings culture, right? So like if Ke- the Kenny Pickett era, if they were overseeing it, one of those two probably doesn't get to see the next iteration, if not both of, of, of Vikings football, if Kenny Pickett failed. I think they look at this situation with Kirk and they basically say, all right, you're not going to get a, a completely, you know, pass right. fail grade here. But if things don't live up to expectations and we're still middling seven and nine, you know, maybe they make a wild card game, but never really reach the ceiling of being contenders in the NFC. They yep. then can move on from Kirk. And I still think that the Wilfs would give them the benefit of the doubt to start the next era of Vikings football. I think flat out crazy was told you're keeping Kirk and extend them. I, mm-hmm. I don't think it's his, his move. I don't think it's this move. I think that's why a guy who was who was a, a, a secondary, an important guy in Cleveland, but certainly was not at the top of lists. Like he's a very smart dude, but he was not at the top of lists. I think the Wilfs said we're going to make this work. Mm-hmm. I think Harbaugh was shown the door as quickly as possible because he probably said, "There's a lot of intangibles about Kirk. I don't yeah. exactly." I think the Wilfs in in there are some cases, and it feels like quarterbacks, especially sometimes, get too involved for what they know about the sport. Um, so yes, I think Quasi and and look O'Connell. If you think about it, if if the Wilfs basically said Kirk is our guy, O'Connell's the perfect guy, right? Came from the Rams. You've got the uh, Matthew Stafford comparison. Uh, he worked with Kirk before. Look at the end of the day, like you do, no matter what you think of the hire, potential hire, 
you have to look at why Harbaugh was here for like 12 hours and left, right? Because like, if you want to win now, that makes a lot of sense to get a guy who, who has a shelf life problem, but definitely wins at first. So no, I think Quazy, I think Quazy probably might've said, you know, I'm thinking different at quarterback. And they said, no, you're not. And he said, okay, cool. And then I think he said, you know what? I'm thinking of my guy, Jimmy Harbaugh. I really like Jimmy Harbaugh. And they said, okay, you can bring him here, but probably not. And he, but, but again, in his defense, dude, there's 32 of these jobs, right? So like, it's not like, well, you know, screw you Vikings. I'm going to go take this other job. So I get, I get the game and it's how the game works. But I really, I don't, I don't think that there was a lot of thought from these guys about Kirk. I think that there was an expectation that from people above the football people that Kirk would stay. It's that simple. And you know what? I'm curious. Corey says, I think it's all about how well KLC gets this team to gel. If so, the ceiling is very high. Like all teams, we have weaknesses, but how does KLC attack the other team's shortcoming this season? Scripted plays and offensive adjustments throughout the entire game, stressing two-minute defense, not giving up points. Uh, Time will tell, but I'm going to say that the future looks bright, but it's hard not to get your hopes up. Yeah, it's hard not to get your hopes up. It's a new era. It's it's, it's new. Even though the team is kind of running it back, the the regime around it is still um, built up enough excitement with the fan base that you can kind of turn over the new leaf. Well, and I will say this from a fan standpoint. So I am, when push comes to shove, often the guy who likes to tank at times, but reset, right? Like, that's me. I, I think that there's op- there's opportunities that are granted in life and sports to reset, and I I appreciate when they're taken. But what makes this fun, and make no mistake, and you can say that this is negative, you can say whatever you want, but what makes this fun is there is starting with Wednesday's practice, there is a pressure that's going to exist that if they had, you know, if they had got rid of Kirk, right, Dex? If they had gotten rid of players, uh, if they had, you know, traded Harrison Smith, that we'd be like, okay, this is not going to be a great year. Jefferson still could be fantastic, but the reality is uh, it's going to take some time. Like the Bears start training camp with zero hope. The Bears are going to suck, right? So... What makes this interesting to me is when tr- when practice starts, there's pressure. Like, no one's going to look at this team and say, eh, if you win six games, now will I be absolutely shocked? No. But it, there's going to be pushback then. So, like, I, li- I like this from an observational standpoint of, as far as I can tell, Kirk Cousins, just to cite one person, has had so many things removed from the equation. He is set up to succeed. Actually transitions to a uh, purple punch 420. Sounds like a fun guy. I like to hang out with him. Uh, his comment here. He says Kirk's worst enemy is himself. He should be way more confident than he is. He has great arm talent and great weapons. So Judd brought the point too of you removing all of the nuances that have potentially held Kirk back in his Vikings tenure here. Right. At the end of the day, if all those are working for Kirk, let's say the offense is indeed doing very well. Um, the defense has turned a corner. Kevin O'Connell looks like he has the tools to be the next great Minnesota Vikings head coach, but Kirk is still Kirk. He melts in a primetime game. He doesn't get the Vikings over in a wild card game. Well, then, as we've kind of alluded to all along, the answer, or the problem, I should say, not the answer, the problem is right there in the mirror if you're number eight. It's it's mm-hmm. yourself. I, I think if, if, if at the end of the day, if everything clicks here, and that's where it's kind of setting up for Kirk to be successful if it's if it doesn't work and everything else is working around him well then it's kirk it's a kirk problem yeah and guess what he could totally reverse that 
and free of the clutches of Zim decks, he could be fantastic. The clutches. Of Zim. I mean, he's got it's look like an action movie. But I mean, he has the ability in that arm. Okay, I get that he's not mobile for the most part. I get that there are certain things that certainly are are not strengths. And quite frankly, there's a lot of of very successful quarterbacks that aren't really complete, complete players. Um, But when you look at that arm, when you look at his ability to throw the football, uh, there is no reason that he shouldn't win games. And I'm not talking about put up stats. I'm not talking about his fantasy line. I'm talking about win games. There is no reason that given the proper direction, proper attention, and with the skill position players that this team has, that that Kirk Cousins should not be tremendously successful. And and O'Connell and Kwesi have done everything to put him in a position now to be successful. And so you're exactly right. If it fails, guess what? It's on him. If it succeeds, guess what? We eat crow and we oh. gladly do it. We gladly, ju- I'd love to see this team. This team make, makes a playoff run. Guess what? Purple Daily more popular than ever. There's a comment about you eating crow that I'm going to say for the end of the show. Literally, that's amazing. So uh, I'm never we'll get into that at the end. Also, we have some backup quarterback comments here to get to as well. Uh, but Judd, why don't you tell me about the summer of Surly? Because, uh, man, I enjoyed oh. it over the weekend. And, and you, my God, Judd said, I think, how many liquor store trips did you make on Friday? Did you make more than one? Because you tweeted me, Todd the Axe Man. You tweeted me a picture from the liquor store. You were making all of oh, your Surly so runs. Oh, so here's what here, here's, here's what we did. Here's what we did on Friday. Um, they're not a sponsor, so I won't mention them. Oh boy. But my wife, my wife, my, my wife and I met up for a couple of, uh, post work for her surlies. Mm-hmm. Then just a couple. So find, find a drive. So then I, I went to my, uh, liquor store down the street, got myself some, uh, that was a, so that was a, uh, a, a surly furious night. Okay. Saturday though, Saturday, hankering, had a hankering for the logic bomb. Okay. So I'm like, and my, and by the way, too, I appreciate all of you that sent a summer of Surly. Show us your cans. That was right. fantastic. And meanwhile, you, you, you Packer fan are in Wisconsin. Wow. Okay. You're in Wisconsin drinking what? I was drinking Surly. And actually, you know what? And, but and what before- Surly? Come I, was on, drinking, baby. I was I, I was drinking my uh, Supremes. I was yes. drinking I was I was drinking a pen of the variety pack. In fact, I wasn't the only Minnesota Vikings fan or person in Wisconsin. Tommy Kramer was just down the road in Cumberland over did the weekend. Did you go say hi too. to TK? I did not say guy that TK. I, I wasn't I was in no mood drive and I'm God willing okay, I don't well, think TK probably was either. So I'm not gonna go down there. But but I, I wasn't the only one in Wisconsin, okay? Tommy Kramer was in Wisconsin this weekend. I was in Wisconsin. I think all of us were enjoying some surly. That's uh that's all that's that awesome. That's By the awesome. way, uh, I've been telling you guys about Brainerd International Raceway. Moto America is coming this weekend. But also, well, you can start planning your next month's trip to Brainerd International Raceway. Because the annual Lucas Oil Nationals is coming to Brainerd International Raceway. Uh, it will blow your mind with drag racing, 330 miles an hour, August 18th through the 21st. Uh, so Lucas Oil Nationals at Brainerd International Raceway. Camping and ticket information at BIRMN.com. BIRMN. Com. All right, some backup QB2 con- uh, discussion here, Judd. Uh, Joshua says the management group will be judged harshly by fans if they appease Kirk by allowing his coach to be the backup, talking about Sean Mannion. If Mond isn't the guy, you trade for a good backup. QB is the yep. most important position on the field, and you need quality out there every week, every single one. Yes. Uh, okay. 
I applaud that. I love that. And that comment is dead on accurate. And here's why. Kirk Cousins doesn't get hurt, but he's a quarterback. And he's not young. And at some point in time, most guys get hurt. And I'm not talking about one or two games. I'm talking about an, an extensive period of time. The pressure on this team to win with the components that they brought back, if Mon's not the guy, Dex, I think you have to go get a veteran. And, and I'm not saying he's going to be great, but if you decide Mon can't play, that means your two backups are guys that can't play. Uh, Manion to me is a, they've already got two. He is a third quarterback coach, and that's not a criticism. I'm sure the dude can coach. I'm sure he's going to get a job. So, like, yeah. this is not this is not a hot take. I'm picking on guys, but if you decide that Mond is not the number two and that he and that he's a bust, I think you have to go explore and get a quarterback. Um, this reminds me now if Mond can't play. Okay, this reminds me of 2016. Sean Hill behind Teddy, and Teddy's yeah. leg snaps, and yep. you are screwed so i yes i love that comment i think it's dead on accurate um and i don't think that you have the ability to comfortably say well kirk's hurt Mannion starts for a month i don't think that you can do that with this roster rusty rooster records no rusty rooster Records says if mon can't win qb2 you need to send him to the practice squad cut sean Mannion, and then sign a real backup you know we've talked before about how learning a playbook and learning things in football is not as easy as it is when you make a trade at the MLB trade deadline. Hey, Reds player, go play for the twins, plug and play. You'll be fine. You know, this is, this translates well, even hockey, it translates well. Um, It's, it's not as simple as it is in football to learn a whole new playbook, but I will say, and I'll, I I think our buddy, Matthew Collar said this before too. He kind of debunked this myth. Sam Bradford stepped in here, not knowing a damn thing and put up one of the best games of his life in week two against the Packers. Yep. I mean, he knew the playbook for what ten days? Ten days. Yeah. Yes. And now he was a, he was a pro, former number one overall pick. I'm not trying to say that uh, that Sam Bradford probably was maybe one of the anomalies who could do that quickly and and pick it up successfully. Yep. But I think signing well, someone later before the season as a, as the expected backup, it is going to take him forever. It's going to take him a long time to to get acclimated and be ready to play if he had to be called upon. Well, and I, I love that point by Collar and we. Actually, we've discussed this very thing before. Here's what I like about it, too. I like when coaches are forced to strip part of the playbook out. Um, Football coaches, and I don't know about O'Connell, but my experience is that they overcomplicate things far too much. But if I get a quarterback late in like a trade, I can't do that. I've got to strip out part of my playbook. Now, I know that you might think, well, you're, you know, my playbook is the greatest thing ever. I'm Lombardi. What are you talking about? Everyone should know all the plays. Actually, that's not necessarily true. Um, and so in that case with Collar, I agree. But I just, I really think that you have a team here where you, it, where you need to prepare to at least have what I, what I like to call, and Bradford exceeded this by a lot, Declan, but competency, right? A competent quarterback. Like it's, I, I think it would be unfair to ask Sean Mannion to run the Vikings for a month. It'd be unfair to him. It'd be unfair to the entire team. Doesn't mean that he's not going to make the team. It doesn't mean that he's not an asset. But can you imagine him playing, you know, five games in November? No, it'd be bad. It'd be really bad. Well, and then you'd just be punting. 
Yep. And then you'd just be punting. So, yes, I, I think that if you decide Mond is not the guy here after, you know, two preseason games, you have to address that spot. TC on our YouTube comment section. I don't know if he's related to the bear. Just uh, It just says TC. The original TC, who I really like. Yeah, I like me one. and the original TC. We're really close, I tweeted actually. with him. I still yeah. do tweet with him. Him and I, I hung him. out. I saw him without his, uh, without his mask on one time when I worked, worked the ball. I saw him without field. his pants on. Oh, okay. My God. Just box. where that one goes. Just that. There you go. Uh, TC says, does anyone realize what the Vikings are good at in the past? Pack up quarterbacks. Cunningham, Farratt, Johnson, Keenum, like Jeff it. George. Like this regime stinks at Ooh. signing, at finding backup Ooh. quarterbacks. Outside of Case Keenum, I should say. Uh, but it is kind of funny. Okay. You look at the lore, the, yeah. those backup QBs that have been able to step in when, that, when called upon, and the Vikings have done it numerous times. Uh, this is where I called for last season, and I, I still wouldn't rule this out. This is yeah. why I said, hey, when the Broncos were going through their QB competition, I said, go make an offer for Drew Locke, and, and not, yeah. not for Drew Locke to be the so starter. So he's saying Spielman, though. Yeah. So he's it's saying, not these guys. It's the previous regime. Yes. Okay. Yes, that they yeah. stink at finding the backups. Uh, well, but th- that's yeah. where if you sign someone like Drew Locke or trade or acquire for someone like Locke, it, it gives you at least a better shot. If he had to start a game in a pinch, I feel a hell of a lot better in Lambeau with Drew Locke than I do with Sean Mannion. I can't disagree with you. I know exactly what you're saying, and that's my point is, so Bradford, the Bradfords cost a ton, and and I am not calling for that. But yes, a Drew Locke type, and look, is it ideal to have to start the Drew Locks? Probably not, but you feel that you will have competency. I mean, Mannion was lost. Mond was 1,000%, and I actually felt empathy for Kellen Mond, but he was lost. So yes, it's that next tier. Uh, the one thing I will say, though, is, Keep in mind, the backup quarterbacks of yesteryear, the 90s or early 2000s, it's a different ballgame now. Like, you used to be stash veteran guys and stuff like that. It feels like everybody sort of gets a shot unless you actually sort of suck, unless you're you're pretty well paid. So I don't know that it's fair to, like, bring up George and Cunningham from, from the uh, green era Vikings to now. Uh, but, yes, I think that, I don't think that the Sean Hills and Mannions of the world are viable backups at all. I think that there's something in between a Mannion and a Sean Hill, Declan, and and a Jeff George and Randall Cunningham back in the day. Agreed. I mean, I uh, I love me some Gus Ferrat. Are you kidding me? Gus Ferrat stepping in the mob boss that slick back. Phil hair. always mocks great. me because I I always said how how did Gus Ferrat lose his job just because Tavares Jackson had a good game against the Cardinals team. Uh, in what 2008? Yep, that had been celebrating all week long. Spent the whole week like drinking. Gus or uh, Jackson comes back and absolutely like four plays. Touchdowns. Yeah, but I mean, Cardinals were playing at like 25 percent speed, and then poor Chili's like, "Well, that's my guy. My guy's back." It's like, no, he is not. Gus Ferrat, I, I was a big fan too. Big fan. Uh, I, I alluded to this in the middle of the show, but Floyd says, man, if the Vikings win a Super Bowl this year, Judd will get a huge plate of crow, and I cannot wait. Judd will, bring it, Judd will bring it want on. another piece of the crow, not just the first crow. He'll ask for seconds. Bring on the crow. Bring, bring on. on are you crow. kidding me? For the Vikings to win a Super Bowl? Now, first of all, keep in mind, I'm 52 now, 53 in November, and this team hasn't been to a Super Bowl since, what, the 1976 season, I believe, January of 77 so i mean i am scarred there is no question about that 
But if the Vikings and Kirk Cousins win a Super Bowl, are you kidding? Bring it on. I love that thought. That'd be awesome. Bring you know how much fun? I, I just want him to make a Super Bowl. I just want to see what that's like. Hence the whole before I die thing. So, yes. Bring on the crow. the crow. I'm cutting it up. I'm eating it. I'll dip it in a surly. It'll be the whole thing. <laughs> Might be Livia surly. approved. I cannot confirm or Crow's probably not Livia. bad for you, right? Probably not bad. Probably not bad. Uh, if you want anyone else to eat crow or eat something else on this YouTube channel, drop us a comment. Uh, hit the subscribe button, Daily Minnesota Vikings Entertainment.